This is the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a place to hear stories from the deaf and hard of hearing people and from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. Over the past few years, I've been lucky enough to go to Australia. It's a long flight. It's from Edinburgh to Melbourne and it takes around 21 hours approximately, depending on the stopover. So, 21 hours approximately and as you can imagine, the majority of it is obviously on the plane. So, what do you do? Because obviously, you need to keep yourself entertained along the way. Now, sometimes I like to do some work. Sometimes I like to read a little bit my books. But then sometimes I just want to watch a film. Nowadays, I think it's quite impressive that the in-flight entertainment system that they have is quite quite good, isn't it? It's quite, you know, a wide variety of things that you can watch or listen or read. And it's a good time for me to watch things that I've always wanted to watch because I just don't go to the cinemas at all because of the lack of caption you know, availability and it makes it hard to find one that suits you in the right time, in the right place. So I thought this would be a good time for me to watch all these movies that I have never seen because I couldn't watch it in a cinema. So I thought, okay, let me watch it on the plane. Or that was the original plan. The thing is, on most occasions, those airlines, they tend to provide the latest films, movies that are in the cinemas or recently been in cinemas. And I thought, great, I want to watch these and let's go for it. But they're not captioned. And that makes it very tricky because I've talked about it in a separate video where I have talked about the problems of a person like myself who is either deaf or hard of hearing and they go on the plane, go to the airport and you have all these challenges that you have to go through. And part of that is when you're on the plane, it's so hard to hear anything because of the background noise. And I struggle with that massively. It's hard enough to be able to even hear anyone, a person sitting beside me, let alone hear what is said in the actual film. So that means that I couldn't watch the majority of the films on there and even none of the programs because in my experience, very, very few of them tend to be captioned in terms of films. And again, in my experience, none of the programs that we always see on TV, none of them are captioned either. Normally I just accept it. That's what I've been doing all the time. All these times I've been traveling on a plane and just thought, you know what, I'll just watch something else that you never wanted to watch anyway or watch a foreign film, which, you know, sometimes I don't mind watching foreign films, but there are two things wrong with that. The first of all is I want to want to watch a foreign film rather than because I have no other option. If you chose it because of your choice, that's okay. But if it's because you don't have any other option or you're limited and you're forced to watch that when you want to watch something, that's different. That's not really something that I wanted to do. I want to be able to think like, yes, I want to watch that foreign film. But that didn't happen on this occasion because none of them really were something that I wanted to watch. And then on the other hand, those foreign films that I did watch, it kind of frustrated me because... Yes, they have the captions at the bottom and it's actually subtitles because it's translated and I've talked about that, the difference between captions and subtitles. But it's not just about that. They've done that well. It, uh, you know, for me, I think it's the right translation. I'm just going to assume that they've done the right job. But the frustrating part is when there is a particular scene 
in the foreign film and they speak English and they don't even caption that and I'm lost completely and that was oh oh just ah oh. I just got really frustrated because I was like right okay I'm following along watching the storyline and then there was a scene where there was a character with actually speaking English and they didn't caption it at all part of the irony is that I read an article about the top 10 airline with flight entertainment the top two were Qatar and Emirates and I flew with both of them over the past few years and they were awful in my experience I'm sure for other people they are a delight in terms of the in-flight entertainment but for me terrible I had very little options and it made me wonder are they all like that are all the airlines like that is it possible to have 100% captioned films and programs because the programs were literally zero were captioned literally zero when I flew with them recently so I thought I'll do some research and look at the website and just pick a few airlines and see what they have to say about their in-flight entertainment and whether they are accessible or not for many people not just for deaf and hard of hearing so I'm on my phone looking at it this one is Qantas I'm trying to find that information about whether you know they are captioning the videos at all you can see it right there it says we provide captioning on some of our in-flight entertainment programs and movies that's true because I flew with Qantas recently as well and some is the correct way of saying it, it's just some of them. Let's have a look at Virgin Atlantic and uh, they have a section called assistance if you are hearing impaired. Great, hearing impaired, that's a nice way of saying it. Let's look at the onboard entertainment. There is also a selection of captioned movies available throughout your flight. They didn't really say how many, did they? It said a selection. That implies, again, that is some of them as well. Then let's check out Emirates who could have done a lot better with their website by making it responsive. So let's just zoom in and I can see right there it says the closed captioning, the technology that shows active dialogue as well. Oh, I mean, it's like they're trying to tell us what is closed captioning. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. We typically offer about 30 new release movies with closed captioning each month. Hmm. I'm not sure about that, I'm not sure about the movies. Maybe if it's movies from different countries and you know different places that's far enough but if it's those Hollywood blockbuster movies then that's not true because I again recently flew with them and I had very little option of those that we see in the cinema I had very little option of seeing them in captions as well. Let's check out Cutter as well and uh, if we go down to see if we can find a bite Hmm, sensory, oh there we go, sensory impairment, oh look at that, hearing impaired passengers, great, nice, nice way of saying it. So, it says, uh, on board our crew offers safety briefing and the in-flight safety video displays subtitles in English and Arabic. And I can't really find anything else about their entertainment system. And I did look further, I literally couldn't find anything about that and Qatar didn't do a good job in terms of making the videos available to everyone as well. Let's try another one, British Airways. Let's see what they have to say about this. Uh, do you offer programs with audio description or closed captions? And here's what they said. We try to provide as many programs with audio description or closed captions as possible. 
depending on what is available from the distributors of the content. We are constantly evaluating our program to ensure we are doing all we can to provide a more comprehensive entertainment experience for everyone. So again, that is all dependent on other factors. And I'm going to come back to that about the distributors in a second. But again, that also implies some because they say they try to provide as many as possible. But not all of them, is it? Let's try one more with KLM because I flew with them recently as well. And uh, I can't really find anything. Wait a second, here it is. And uh, it says this section here about more than 200 films including recent releases, classics and world cinema. Many of those you can view in Arabic, Chinese, Dutch, English, French, German, Japanese, Korean, Portuguese or Spanish. And then they mention television programs and albums and kid channel games. But it doesn't really say anything about captions. It just says you can view in those languages. Which I'm assuming that means you can hear them but not really watch them captioned in those languages. And guess what? In my experiences, that is correct because not a lot of their films are captioned and none of their programs are captioned at all. So I've done some more research about it and it seems like technology plays a part because a lot of those planes and a lot of the technology that the broadcaster use, they're quite old fashioned which means that they're not able to provide closed captions on some of the movies. Which doesn't really make sense because if you can do it for some, why not do it for all? But that's what I've been hearing a lot. Which is kind of frustrating again because there have been a lot of articles written back in 2012, 2013 and even those which are recently, the past couple of years and they've mentioned about the lack of accessibility for these videos and they're not captioned and there are even a journal out there talking about this very topic as well and mentioning the lack of options available. It just seems like it's been talked about for a long time and we are nowhere near where I think we should be and that's kind of frustrating really for me because it means that I don't have the same experiences as everyone else. Now I get it, I know what you're thinking, it's like, who cares, let's just get on with it. It's not really that big a deal, is it? We can survive all these things. Of course, we can survive without those films on the plane. Of course I can, we can get on with it. But that's not the point. The point is, first of all, I had other options. I did some work on my laptop, I read my book, but then I just wanted to have the option of watching a film. But I didn't have the option, which means that it's not particularly right if you are paying the same price as everyone else and they're not cheap but if you're paying for the same thing like everyone else but you're not getting the same experience is that correct and you just have to ask that yourself as well if you're paying the same price as everyone else on the plane in a restaurant entertainment everywhere anywhere anywhere you go if you're paying the same price don't you think you should be getting the same thing as everyone else and if you hear that one or two person is getting more than the other more than you, is that right? And you just have to put it in that perspective as well. On a plane, for me, if I was going on a plane and I want to watch a film and I pay for everything that is included in the flight, the food, the service, getting to the destination and the entertainment facilities, I paid for that. So I want to have access to them and I, I would love to have the option of watching a film. Even if I don't want to, I just want to have the option when I feel like it. But I don't. So that's why I think right now, the airline, the broadcaster, they all need to catch up very, very quickly because 
it just doesn't seem like they are anywhere near where they should be. One thing that obviously I should point out is that it's different for the safety video that we see. And it seems like back in 2009, the U US Department of Transport or something like that, they have made it compulsory that you provide closed captions and it needs to be visible. So for example, maybe white font and uh, white text and black background, whatever it is, needs to be visible. So those videos, the safety videos, it's compulsory to have the captions on them, which makes sense because they are there for safety reasons. Everyone has to watch them and everyone needs to access them and imagine if they're not accessible, it'd be ridiculous. So those are compulsory, which makes sense, I get it. But then I think as well as that, why not also look at the overall experience and how can we improve the in-flight entertainment system better? And all these airlines that I've traveled with, I've never ever had a good experience if I want to use these entertainment systems. And I think that needs to be changed. And I think, I'm sure you would agree with me. Let me know what you think. Let me know in the comments, in the description, and let me know on social media. Let me know by email, whatever you want to use. Let me know. I'm really, really curious to know. And uh, I'd love to know your opinion. And it'd be great to hear you again. And of course, I will speak to you again soon another time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Hear Me Out CC podcast courtesy of hearmeoutcc.com.